Hey everybody, it's Connor and Keith from the Mean Boys Podcast. And we got a special bonus bullshit nonsense. <laughs> yeah, this is a, essentially an episode we put together because we forgot to plug our tour dates <laughs> for a month and a half. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. Look, it's not important who completely forgot about it because the answer is both of us. <laughs> uh, but yes, we, uh, yeah, the Mean Boys are going on tour uh, starting next week. Yeah, very excited to come out to these cities. Uh, I know some of you guys are close because you've, uh, you've reached out. Uh, but yeah, if you are in the area or if you have friends in the area, either please come out or tell tell your homies to, to come see us. We'll yeah, it really is. It, first First of all, thank you to everybody who's been like, oh, come to this city, come to that city. No, that's awesome. We want to go it. everywhere. We will, and, and we, we are will at some point. It. It, what helps us the most is if you guys turn out for these shows, because the more we can prove we can get people in a room, the more we can get people to give us rooms. Yeah, and w- there's nothing I want more than to just do independent tours for the rest of my life with Keith and just get into yeah. weird barbecue shenanigans during the day. Oh, and if you think we won't. Uh, indeed. Uh, so here's where we're going to be. Uh, we're going to be in Mesa, Arizona on October 3rd. Uh, and that one's going to be a live Mean Boys podcast. That'll actually be a live Mean Boys podcast. We'll be at Comedy Off Main Street. Uh, the ticket links and, uh, sh- and uh, information is uh, all up on Mean Boys Podcast. Co- MeanBoysPodcast.com slash live shows. Uh, you can get there via fart.lawyer if you are so inclined. <laughs> uh, the next day will be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Venue just fell through, but we'll uh, keep you guys appraised of the details. Please uh, check the website uh, or the Twitter. Send us an email for more information. Uh, Oklahoma City, we're going to be judging uh, a contest there. Again, that'll be up on the website. Uh, just having... preemptively, yes, we'll be making an Oklahoma City bombing joke. Yep. <laughs> just, just, you don't need to tweet it to us. We know. Yep. We know what happened. We're you aware. Think, you think we're going to not You think we're going to be this insensitive and... And have a podcaster who looks this much like a white terrorist and not do something with it. Yeah, it's like you think you're going to go see Tommy Two-Tone and not hear 8675309. He's got one job. <laughs> of all the fucking balls. Uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, it's going to be Miami, Oklahoma at the Looney Saloon inside some casino. Google it. You'll That's get there. The, what, 6th and 7th? The 6th and 7th. Uh, the day after that, Springfield, Missouri at the Blue Room Comedy Club. Love that place. Just the awesome little fucking side room road comedy club. Fantastic burgers. That's with uh, Andrew Deacon, right? Uh, no. No. Oh. That's with a different guy. Never mind. Then cut that out. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's cool. Uh, the day after that, Tulsa, Oklahoma. will be at the Blackbird doing some shit. Keith, where are we going to be for those next two days? Uh, October 10th and 11th, we're going to be in Austin, Texas, which I'm very excited about. Uh, October 10th, you can catch us at the Cap City Comedy Club at 8 o'clock on Punch Comedy. And then at 9.30, we will be at a place called The New Movement doing a show called Sandbox, uh, where we're not allowed to do stand-up. We have to do something weird. So I'm thinking we'll probably be doing some Mean Boy shenanigans there. Oh, that sounds fun. I may or may not already be looking around their Craigslist for a domination. (laughs) (laughs) I like that we're finding new dominatrixes well, we, gotta, we can't necessarily trust. Yeah, well, we can't bring this one everywhere. She's got people to poop on. Uh, <laughs> and then October 11th in Austin, we will be at the Buzz Mill uh, Tavern doing Buzzkill Comedy at 9 o'clock. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for those. Yeah, people to go, places to pee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the day after that, Houston, Texas. You know, uh, you guys are in need of some healing right now. And what better healing than the power of laughter? It was such an awkward moment when we were like, all right, we have to make sure the venue still exists. Yeah, we're like, okay, do we need like scuba gear to do the show? Yeah, we're sorry for your loss, but we know what you didn't lose is about what you 
owe us. So, like, we're going to come to... <laughs> no, that's going to be a great show. That is going to be great. That's going to be the secret group in Houston, Texas. And so. just preemptively, if you don't think we're going to make a Hurricane Harvey... <laughs> yeah, if you don't think we're going to make a... Hurricane Harvey! If you don't think I'm going to shoehorn my great Oklahoma City bombing <laughs> joke back into the show, then you don't know Connor McSpadden, ladies and gentlemen. And it's just abject lack of originality. Yeah, and I look at our, our, our podcast analytics, and we actually have a surprising number of uh, Mean Boys peeps out in Texas, so I'd love to fucking see you guys. Yeah, come uh, come fucking party with us, Texas. Uh, and here's the thing. We're gettable. You can hang out with us. We don't have anything way better straight to up, do. You I, can bother us for a while. Here's the thing. I've heard a majillion morons tell me about, like, oh, you got to get barbecue in Austin. If a Mean Boys fan wants to take us to barbecue in Austin, I will fucking go with you if you know where it's good. Yeah. No, yeah, same. Straight up. Also, if you pay for it. But most... <laughs> I'm kind of kidding. But I will go. We, we totally are down to hang. We want to meet you guys. Please bring your shirts. We will fucking paint our we'll logo. We'll spray paint them. We'll yeah. paint it on whatever you want. Uh, we want that to like catch on and keep being the thing. And a lot of people have been coming up to us at shows and doing it. Yeah, I love that. And, and it's it- a ton of fun. Just... Uh, I'm so happy about how this fucking punk rock warship is going. Yeah, and uh, moving on to the next part of this episode. The bulk of this episode is uh, we're going to be giving you guys a little bit of a, a preview of some of our Patreon bonus content. I'm sure you know some of you are probably annoyed we're plugging it all the time, but uh, and you're like, what the fuck even is this shit? It's basically just another little hunk of Mean Boys uh, fucking to get you through the week. Yeah, we do. Uh, a lot of times we'll just sit down with me and Connor or me, Connor, and Tom or whoever's around our house full of funny-ass people, and we'll just kind of shoot the shit. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. I, yeah. it's, a, it's a little bit of a different flavor from the Mean Boys stuff. Uh, so but it's I've, still the people you love, and it's if you like Mean Boys, you're going to like what's on the Patreon. Definitely. Uh, and we wanted to share some of that with you guys, because uh, number one, we felt we were just putting out an episode that was just a plug for shows we're bad at promoting. Yeah, totally. And number two, because uh, you know, we want you guys to see what's hanging out behind the paywall, and if you you know like what you hear... Throw a few bucks down. Five bucks a month gets you access to all this bonus content. Yeah, and it's an extra. It's basically an extra like hour ish of Mean Boys every week. And it's like a lot of the stuff kind of gets to breathe a little bit more because it's not you know the the segments are what you know makes the show the show. But you know, we yeah, can you'll get to hear stories. Relax a little bit. Yeah, you'll get to hear the kind of stories you won't hear on the other stuff, and a little more kind of like real shit. And it's uh, it's a fun little change of pace. And if you're if you're a Patreon guy and you and you're hearing this, and you're like, what are they getting for free? Something I'm paying for. We're sorry. We just kind of want to give people a little taste. And anyway, this is a small taste of what's already out there. We yeah, just we cut got together kind of like a like little 11. greatest hits reel just to yeah. get it to you. Uh, and yeah, this, and, and yeah. And, uh, you know, the, what's fucking I love doing the show more than anything I've ever like done. So like you guys doing that shit and like like supporting it on Patreon, like it's fucking I, I'm just like so excited to get to the point where like this is like all I have to do where I can just. You know, yeah. And it, I mean, it really is. I, just, I don't have to fucking go to these auditions for things I think are stupid and send writing packets to shows. I wouldn't be caught dead watching and it, all that. Yeah. You know? There's a rare moment of mean boy sincerity. But yeah, like yeah. comedy and like just entertainment in general is a game of like panicking to do anything and just like I will do whatever you put in front of me because it will put money in my fucking pocket yeah. and it, what's been cool doing this show is me and Connor being like oh we have a thing we love and now we have a goal for all that other bullshit we have to do it's like oh we just funnel it into that thing we love doing yeah and it, we really love doing it because of you guys and you and guys are super cool yeah like the uh, people like uh, someone else being into the fu- like you know when I think of an idea like nihilist local news and then someone d- tweets me about how much they enjoy it's like oh I thought that was fucking stupid and nobody would like it yeah. Yeah, like when you guys like Nihilus Local News or the good sketches, like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it got too saccharine. I know, yeah. What is this, Nice Boys? Hey, oh, geez, somebody make a genital mutilation joke quick. Uh, Oh, snip the clit. 
Oh. oh. Okay, let me get back to Shill Connor. And for $10 a month. <laughs> You can join the Mean Boys Fiend Club. Uh, this month we got some buttons going out. Just a one-inch Mean Boys Classic logo pin and then a, uh, a two-and-a-half-inch Carnock throwback campaign button. Let people know that you were on the right side of history during the, uh, the most consequential election of modern history. Yeah. Uh, 25 bucks gets you uh, one of our fancy stencil T-shirts as well as all that goody shit every month. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, no one's buying those upper tiers. So. Yeah, I mean, they, well, they're up there. No, they are, yeah. If you got 50 bucks a month, you get the, you know, the Mean Boys shirt of the month. We're going to keep putting a new shirt out every month. We got the Mark home Malloy on, uh, this month. Yeah, the Mark Malloy shirt. And uh, some of you guys have been asking for a specific shirt for next month. Strap the fuck in for how cool this thing looks because we tweaked it a little bit. It's the dopest shit in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. The, the, it's the Mean Boys Misfits shirt. It's, yeah. I'm so excited. It, it makes me come so hard. It's I know, so yeah. rad. I showed it to Keith, and every once in a while we'll be around the house and we'll be like, You want to look at it again? For a <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, it's, every time I'm out of money and I'm just like, Oh, life's hard. I look at that and I'm like, Oh, we're the coolest dudes in the world. Yeah. Uh, and then 100 bucks, you can be on the fucking show. Yeah, you can be on the fucking show. Yeah, and we All did, right. you know, Greg Rokey. Did his hundred bucks and he was on the show and he was fucking great. Yeah, it was a fun we, time. That's the thing. We have funny ass fans. Yeah, you got well the games and you guys also fucking send us so many games. Yeah, that is like you basically written the last segment of the show for the last couple of months and that's fucking. Aw- I love that there's a thing that you guys are experts on. You know where it's just like, oh, this guy loves hentai and mean boys. Yeah. And now Steve Ranazizi has to deal with that. <laughs> you know, like that's, yeah. That's awesome One of you was into weird octopus porn and then a an Emmy nominee. <laughs> I assume probably not, yeah, but probably like not. an Emmy adjacent uh, writer and actor had to comprehend a it. liar of note. Yeah, a man, a man you saw uh, look uncomfortable on CNN. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's fucking awesome. Or leave us a creepy voicemail. I always forget to throw out the number three zero four eight zero five. Mean that's six three two six for all you fucking Sambletons. Yeah, just keep doing everything you're doing. Uh, enjoy- you're the best fans of the world. We fucking love you. I know. I know we shit on you constantly, but you <laughs> and know. we'll continue to do so. Oh, like, indeed. This is that rare moment when like abusive dad takes you out for ice cream. It's like I'm just trying to teach you how to be strong. Yeah, so like- when Keith, Keith gets to see a cool movie with a Nazi yeah. <laughs> when he's twelve years old. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, do we want to like? Tell them what they're going to be hearing in this, or is it all just kind of like best of real? It's, uh, yeah, just uh, some of us just sitting around shooting the shit. Roommate Opie comes and joins us. Unfortunately, Ramsey getting come, come on is going to be behind the paywall. That's the number one fucking money driver. <laughs> sorry. If you want to hear Ramsey watch his own face be come done, that's going to cost you $5. It's, and and it's I think pretty, that's fair. It's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, just the death in his voice. Yeah, it's just us, uh, you know, we got some funny stories from other boys. So yeah. uh, thank you guys again very much. Come see us on tour. Tell your friends. Yeah, tell the world, bring your shirts, let's fucking party. We want your skulls. Uh, Here's the show. Oh, by the way, uh, Tom has been wearing the same shirt for several days. Yeah, I have. Uh, Tom, explain why you're kind of out of clothes right now, because Connor hasn't heard this. Oh, I haven't. I'm so excited. Oh, do you have no idea? Well, I mean, I have, I can form a hypothesis. I meant to to bring this up with Kyle and totally forgot, but please. Please please take a guess, since you you, you know there's a reason. I got to figure you left your clothes somewhere stupid. Okay, you want to guess how stupid? Uh, it's, I, I'm, it's at least two hundred miles away. You're in true Tom fashion. You're kind of right, but also not in the way. I you think. accidentally locked my clothes into a suitcase, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, the combination to open it doesn't work. So it's <laughs> so all of Tom's clothes I still, are currently in a suitcase. Well, I still have enter. some other. Cl- I still have a pair of pants. They're the pants too big, so I had to buy a belt. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay, the, so, the biggest bummer is now I have my, my, my Oklahoma pants when I went to, on tour with you and then left my pants in uh, L.A. Yeah, well, yeah, I had so to buy Tom pants. I drove to Oklahoma in the wintertime and forgot pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go to Walmart and you got a pair of like, it was some very stupidly, it was like, yeah, these are good pants for $9. And I was like, $9, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just love the idea of you just like confounded by a box. Well, yeah, you have to bring in a safe cracker so you can get underwear. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. only people I know who for sure can open it is the TSA, and I don't think that I can just like hit them up. You know what I mean? Tom, what? Oh, what? Why the TSA? They have a key to open that kind of specific suitcase because they they can't they need to be able to look through your shit if they want to. Okay. So the TSA carries the key. To you the could so probably just get like a lock pick or somebody. You could not, just break the suitcase, right? I mean, it's a very uh, it's you know it's like one of those like try to throw a grenade at it, see what happens. Like it's a very good suitcase. See, this is what exactly why you can't have nice things. I agree. Because people you, have told me that for years. <laughs> Give him a nice suitcase. He's going to lock all of his possessions inside. <laughs> you know? It's, uh, Look, the suitcase is effective. No one's breaking into that. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> when he told me that, I just ran in circles laughing. <laughs> Tom got a new car. It's full of bees for some reason. <laughs> I get free honey, okay? What do you want from me? <laughs> Not how bees work. That's, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's like a weird sharecropping agreement. Where Look, if they like you. They don't right. just create their own honey out of their bodies. No, they, they, I, thought, I thought they built a house there. I thought that's where we were. So, high. Connor, what have we been up to this week? <laughs> so, where did you get this suitcase? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, where's the Who gave this to you? My grandma. My grandma uh, is uh, my relative. Has got a little little. Your grandma, extra. your relative, your grandma. Okay, that my grandma, who is also a gypsy, who cursed the suitcase. <laughs> no, she she she's got a little extra dose. So, for my birthday, she sent me a very high tech. You know, like you know, it's fancy when it's not called like John suitcase. It's like. TI 943 steel fuck face. Like, it's like they got like letters and numbers. Official suitcase of Ace Hole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ace Hole. Yeah, you, you shouldn't have anything with a serial number, all right? Yeah, no, it's like the it's not a fucking calculator. Of any product. You know, it's like if you have a blender, it should just be called Blender. You know, like yeah. it, sh- it shouldn't be the fucking, you know, Well, usually they name it something like Quick, James Bondy. Like, look, it's the it's the steel grind. And then you're like, oh, wow, this blender looks fucking cool. And then you buy it. And then it's always the things, you know, anything with letters than a number. Like, that's why AK-47s exist. You know what I mean? No, a, no. a Magnum 22. Those are scary names, all right? I don't know if that's an actual <laughs> thing where I just said 222. Mag- it's a 44 Magnum. Yeah, You got see? the number wrong and also backwards. <laughs> all right. Well, the point is the, 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 the word that's plus number. That's actually you need to get into your suitcase now. It's a 44 Magnum. <laughs> you need Dirty Harry to come shoot open the lock like he's busting Well, here's what's house. really sad. I couldn't figure out how to open it either at first. It took me a good three weeks to actually take the time to figure out how to <laughs> You fucking asshole! Well, I didn't. I didn't need to open it until I went to Hawaii. It took you a fortnight to open a suitcase. <laughs> this should not have been a sword in the stone situation. <laughs> well, the sword was pulled, suitcase was open, clothes were put into it, and then they decided they wanted a different king. Okay, because <laughs> they've been in Does that it only, fucking isn't it like Thor's hammer. It only opens for the pure of heart. It's... <laughs> yeah, I think it's the pure of clothes. I don't have as many to wash, and it's just. But but the point is, is yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't get it open, so it's been it's been locked since uh, since I was in Hawaii. <laughs> sure didn't. Well, yeah, Tom, well, yeah, he drank a whole bottle of rum and then threw up a chicken, and I, uh, <laughs> just I, like an entire uh, chicken. We were, we were Everybody doing, else was passed out, so I'm like, well, I guess this is uh, my problem we were now. Going to uh, show and 
Oh, Tom, zone. do you want to play a sound effect and check that? Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, I don't have the... Where's the cord? Oh, it's in my card. Drank a bottle of rum and <laughs> well, threw up a okay. chicken. I ate, I ate a quarter of a... Ro- well, maybe a little more than a quarter of a rotisserie chicken. Bro, that was not a quarter of a chicken. <laughs> 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 Did your more chicken? <laughs> I, ate, I ate like a half rotisserie chicken. There we go. All and right. the other half was just summoned from the grave in my belly. <laughs> And then we your body the creates chicken. We did the show. I had, I think it was eighteen shots in a Jack and oh. Coke. <laughs> what a Jack? That's Which he crazy. kept like reciting like a pirate song. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, when everyone else fell asleep, I threw up in the bathroom. <laughs> and then I was so drunk, I just fell on the floor. <laughs> you didn't really throw up in the bathroom. You threw up at the bathroom. Yeah, I guess it was. And Keith is such a good guy. He cleaned it up and then gave me. Oh, I'm not a good guy. Everybody else just refused, <laughs> and it had to be dealt with because it wasn't our yeah. house. Uh, and then I, I woke up wearing someone else's shirt. I didn't know how the, yeah, we found out it was Keith's. So I could tell by the punk band on it. Yeah, uh, and the fact that I'm the only one kind of you size. Right. <laughs> and kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I was uh, giving him the shirt. I was like, you can sleep new. And now I can't drink anymore. <laughs> that was it. No. <laughs> it got so much worse. Oh, you should have seen me at the open bar for the, the uh, roast battle backstage. Oh, Christ. Which the night ended with Jeff Ross trying to calm me down, going, let me buy a sandwich, buddy. You're going to be okay. Oh, uh, no. You're Roast Jeffrey, Master General Ross. <laughs> you don't buy me a sandwich. I buy you a sandwich. I don't have any money. <laughs> and then Jeff just quietly yeah. walks away. Okay. It's like, fuck whatever this is. Okay. All righty. Well, this is over. Yeah, I got a phone call from Trump. Coming in, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Nobody with the president's phone number should have to deal with Tom. <laughs> yeah, uh, truly. He had no reason. That's it. He's just a good guy. But yeah, let me buy you a sandwich. <laughs> Things are good. Everything's fine. Yeah. All right, we ready to rock? Yeah, we're ready to rock. Cool. Uh, Tom, you want to hit one sound effect? Just make sure the cord's working. Oh yeah, let's do that. Oh, you can't get diseases from a bird. Cool. Great. That okay. sounds good. Yep, that's one that's always relevant. Sure. Yes. I got other ready? animals. Where are the turtles? Oh my god, why are they all Steve Carell? <laughs> all right, okay. All right, let's get going. Go for it. Shut your dumb mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, you're nutting all over yourself. We. We've spent more time talking about Tom's cum, like, collectively in this kitchen than I've talked to my family. This is the where you want to do it in, though. The kitchen is where you want to talk. Oh, yeah, this is where, yeah really, which is where the food happens. This is mostly just where the ants live. <laughs> That's cool. Who lives here? Do all you guys live here? Uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, we got um, two other guys. Well, yeah, I'm moving out. out. I have a bunch of swords in my basement and clothes and shit I gotta take home, but... Also a band. I yeah, I might. Yeah, can I have like one of my swords back? Can I have that machete back in case oh, I? The machete's my favorite, but I mean, you know, what? my friends gave that to you because they're a fan of you, not because they like me. So it's, you can I'll, have that I'll, one. I'll, and I, I don't need the Civil War saber. That's useless. Oh, well, well, gonna say I was gonna part with it. Now I feel fooled, but I, 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 I might. All right, let's. You. Machetes aren't expensive. You kids want to say the sword? Could I buy you a different machete? It's more the idea someone bought me a machete as a fan of my shit. Can I just buy you? Let a me clarify. They had a machete, uh, couldn't take it to Florida, and gave it to you. Okay, that's a more mean boy story than the other story. <laughs> no, it's, it's, they didn't go machete shot. Like, I, you think he'd like this one? You know, should I get the princess cut I machete like or nostalgia swords? Tom, have you ever like... have you ever gotten your jets on one of the swords? No. 
<laughs> I did. That's unreasonable. I did come. No, Tom crossing his fingers under the table. <laughs> I did in the basement come in a rich, empty, rich cracker box because I couldn't find toilet paper one time. Wow. Uh, well, that's good at the wait, end of the show. Wait. I think I might have come in that Ritz cracker box too. Oh what? God. How long what? ago was this? You guys Wait, got it right. Uh, was this in my basement? Yes. Um, I mean, I I threw it away after. Oh, okay, then it must have been a different Ritz. <laughs> Did you? you throw it away after? No. You I... just left your cum. <laughs> you. I gave you my basement. The dumb bitch told my girlfriend, who was not cool with it's already infected with mold. And she, Tom, I and, threw it away. I'm kidding. Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is all staying in the episode completely. I know. I almost want to scrap with you. The fuck. All these crackers are extra buttery today. Oh no. Who who finds a common ground with someone for coming in a cracker box? I thought I was unique. There's probably like two of you in the world. You're in the same room. If we touch the time-space continuum, you guys guys become a goo. You become a pile of goo. I think there's more. piles of goo. It's more if you include Paula Deen's pussy as a definition of Cracker Box. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I had the worst fucking year of my life in ninth grade when I went to that different high school because I remember like during lunch I would just like go to a shady quarter and just like lay down, you know. And then like the one day the principal comes over and I still I'd never seen him or anything other, other than that. So he walks over and he's like, "Hey man, I noticed you're kind of just hanging out alone over here for uh, for the last couple of weeks. You want to come uh, meet some of my friends?" And I was like, "I'm gonna be honest with you, man. That sounds uh, gay as hell. Uh, <laughs> don't really like anyone at this school." And thus, Connor McSpadden was born. Pretty much just listening to Wu Tang's first album, uh, waiting until I got to go to my uh, geometry class. So no, I don't. And he's like, "Are you?" And you can very clearly tell this guy's like, "Okay, there's a school shooting risk. I got to <laughs> assimilate him to society." And he just like for like ten minutes, he's like, "Just come meet him." And I was like. Do I have to? And he's like, oh, just come on. And I'm like, are you like making me? Is this like a principal's order? <laughs> Am I, I'm allowed to be over here. Right? This is fine. He's like, yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, I, I, I think you'd really like. And I was just like, if I don't have to do it, I am not doing it. <laughs> and he's like, all right, man. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> We had a pretty sick day where there was a bomb threat, and I just got to hang out in, <laughs> in my one favorite class, second period, where I, I hung out with Amberly, uh, the dude from Peru, and uh, the white trash kid that just beatbox all the time, and we just hung out. <laughs> Amberly has, like, gigantic titties, so we just all would pretty much just, like, all right, you guys distract her while I look at her titties, and then I'll distract her while you guys look at her titties. <laughs> and, and she would just pull my leg hairs out and be like, all right, guess even a rod, and I'd be like, ow! <laughs> been eight hours. There's no air conditioning. I'm very hot. <laughs> Please let me die. And then, and then eventually we're just like, this bomb is bullshit. We just kept sneaking out to go take shits in the bathroom. <laughs> How often did you guys uh, have teachers fucking students? I think that happened at both of my schools before I was there. Oh. Yeah, it happened at one of my schools. It had, Yeah. No, I think there were there in the four year three, th- less than three and a half years I was at the public school. I think we had three of them. <laughs> Damn. That's... <laughs> Awesome. We at least we had at least two. I think maybe one of them was a, a rumor, but uh, yeah, no. Like I remember the one guy getting arrested, and then I remember people talking about the second guy. Uh, I didn't have any of these teachers, but yeah, it was dude. all dude on girl though. One thing nah, that's, we had, one, that's how fun. One thing I had that was awesome in that school is I went to wood shop. I'm like the only person I know that like is my age that like got to do wood shop. I did wood shop. Oh, you did? Yeah, no I shit. didn't do it. 
Yeah, I did right. music appreciation. That class was awesome. We just ate yeah. pizza. And I, uh, the I failed the shit out of woodshop. <laughs> yeah, I had perfect grades except for woodshop, and I think this is completely pointless. No college gives a fuck about your woodshop. I just fucked up my GPA. That was one of the points when I stopped giving up on it. I started giving up on my education. But this guy that like I almost said hosted woodshop, like it was a, <laughs> the host of our, our woodshop class was this just beleaguered, sad, middle aged Chinese man named Mister Sugita. And, like, for the first three months, like, we just didn't have any, like, tools. So he had to just, he's like, yeah, uh, we don't have any money. I guess we had to spend it all on that, like, you know, like, rape lawyer or whatever. So uh, for the first three months, we just took, like, spelling tests. And he just, like, struggled to find, like, more, like, safety videos from the 80s. And they just got worse and worse. And oh, just, God. And he'd finally just be like... We're watching Home Improvement. There's uh, tools in it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it and say you shouldn't do what Tim Wait, the Toolman Taylor's doing, and then we're gonna just finish. <laughs> this watching is the class it. you failed. I got a B in it. Yeah. Well, the the test would be like that's failing for you. I get. Well, I mean, I, I had I had like I actively got an F. I got like I was like honors classes 4.0 everything else. But yeah, and then I fucking <laughs> one of the questions was just spell saw. <laughs> What, what the word is there? Yeah, he also gave us a spelling test where we had to spell the words, and he he fucked it up and printed them on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> and when he'd come into class, we used to just go. Sugita. And I had this buddy Cody, I think his name was, and he like could like make his like stomach like concave because uh-huh. like he just like had no organs or some fucking weird poor shit. <laughs> 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 and me and that dude just uh, would just cut different candy bars in half on the bandsaw every day. And it, he'd walk in and be like, I got a Snickers. And I'd be like, dude, I got a Reese. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> and we just cut it and be like, wow, that looks weird, you know? I, uh, yeah, I failed Woodshop and Home Ec, So I'm like bad at being a man and a woman. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, I don't think I ever got to those extracurriculers in high school. No. Oh, no, I did. I did. Uh, called electives. Yeah. yeah, whatever they want to call well, They weren't them. even elective. You had to. It you was had like, to take them. You had to take Woodshop or Home Ec. I failed both. And they put you in a class called Life Skills that was literally just like, hey, you're fucking retarded. <laughs> it was literally like, all right, we're going to show you how to fucking do a checkbook. It was basically. Oh, like, yeah. No, I actually think classes like that should be mandatory. Yeah, but, but it was. But the teacher very much had the attitude of welcome to you're going to work at the gas station 101. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, they should have a, a, a class that teaches you basic taxes and shit like that. I remember that. We, one of the weird, one of the lamest assignments, not even lamest, but it's just so weird. It's just like, all right, uh, this week you guys have to do a, a presentation. And we were like, on what? And she just goes, ah, whatever you want. <laughs> just like, just ed- anything, like, about, like, education? She's like, nah, just, like, pick a thing that you like, and then just, like, do that. Just, like, tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> Did a report on Tim Burton. Oh, it's funny is I was still thinking about home, Tim Burton. I was still thinking about home improvement and for some reason it registered Tim Allen. <laughs> You're like, Tim Allen had fifty pounds of cocaine and then he was Santa Claus. <laughs> Pretty weird. And nobody thought he would be able to make it either, Ms. Dickinson. Yeah. Did he? I accidentally did cocaine in that class once. What? Me, I, there was this kid who would always he would crush up Altoids and then like snort them and get other kids to snort them. Like that was like his fun. It was weird. like a little Steve-O prank or whatever. Yeah, it was like a funny thing. And <laughs> the one time he's like, hey, do it. And he pulls it out. And like I'm like, oh, all right. And I fucking do it. And he's just like, those weren't Altoids. And then my heart started beating real fast. I'm like, oh, no. I'm on cocaine. <laughs> I'm at school. <laughs> yeah, that's not where you do cocaine. <laughs> 
Um, this is Opie's Life Goals podcast. We're just going to roadmap what he what he needs to. <laughs> Op, uh, can I tell you what? Can I tell the listeners what your two New Year's resolutions were? You can definitely tell them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's on both. All right. So January I, January first, I walk out onto the patio. Opie's outside having a coffee or something. He's like, "Yeah, I think I finally figured out what my New Year's resolutions <laughs> are going to be." And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "I'm gonna learn to swim." And I'm going to start eating ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a, had a third one that I, I, I still have not accomplished. I want to volunteer more, but eating ass is the more noble. <laughs> <laughs> You're volunteering to eat ass? Yeah. How's swimming going? Um, I haven't gotten lessons in a while. I got really busy. But yeah, I'm, yeah. as soon as um, I'm done working on October the 1st, I'm going to go back. I'm but if, but if, like, you, if they you threw like... you in the ocean, you'd be all right. Like, nah. No, I'd probably die. <laughs> I failed my first test. So. Cop pulls up on a boat. me. <laughs> <laughs> Shark! Wait, is that the coast fan on you? <laughs> I didn't know the coast guard was also racist. <laughs> you get the you get like video of a guy's like, hey, we only harpoon. guy pulls up to a dolphin, hey, we only harpoon sharks and black people. <laughs> you just hear the boat and it's just going, Edward. Edward, 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 get him now. <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't wait for everyone in the pool to see my fun Skittles swim trunks. Yeah, I got these at Target in the retro 90s section. Oh, my God. Oh, that's cool, man. I mean, no one ever followed. But I think you get... That would be the craziest Baywatch episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing the dude they run slowly, slowly to the beach to shoot a black guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like you know, like on like a fucking like a, you know the like Law and Order, they try to deal with like real issues. Like they did that like, Daniel Tosh like comedian oh, rape yeah, episode. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, epi- that episode of like beach racial inequality is called <laughs> Sandier Ground. <laughs> <laughs> Sandier Ground <laughs> on a very special episode. <laughs> oh my God, it's George Swimmerman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm done. I can't. I'm that, damn. God damn, Keith. Keith, that was so good. <laughs> that was so good. Thanks. I've been unfunny for about four. Now, so I feel like I was that dead. was fucking great. So I had fans of my stand-up uh, sh- show up to, sh- to the show. Not Mean Boys Yeah, fans. they were wearing these FBI shirts, <laughs> and they had sunglasses. It was like 10 p.m. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I thought for sure the Mean Boys fan base would be the, the weirdos. The Mean Boys fan who came out of the show, which, by the way, if you listen to this, dude, next time say hi. If you're a Mean Boys fan, I do like to talk to you after the show. So I do legit. <laughs> if you're just a fan of me, however, get lost. <laughs> I love how many stories we all have of Mean Boys fans like seeing us in the wild, shouting something, and then scurrying away. Oh, yeah. So no, the they, two, people came, two people came to see me at the last factor and I saw him in the car so I was like oh I'll go see Adam afterwards and I went, went up and was like hey good to see you thanks for coming they're like oh okay <laughs> bye but so yeah in Fresno we did some impromptu shows and uh thank you uh and then uh this this dude shows up I'm halfway through my set I'm featuring this dude shows up we're in a 110 degree like basement this dude's wearing sunglasses uh in, <laughs> inside it's it's getting dark outside uh, and we are inside, and he walks in and goes, Tom! I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool. You know my name. I thought, like, he knew it from the flyer. No, him and his girl had seen me before, and this dude was one of the many former prison convicts uh, that l- is a fan of my stand-up. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the many. No, I've had a lot of offers to for murder because of thanks for the show um, and this guy <laughs> no need to elaborate that's usually it's like I own a barbecue restaurant in town I'll get you some ribs it's like yeah, yeah if you need a guy that's uh, between these cross streets I will end his life that is uh, spookily accurate um, uh, and this dude starts heckling me but like 
like either like passive aggressive or just straight up nice heckles. Like I did a joke and it bombed because it's it's this it's a former convict, his girl, and then six people from Thailand. And <laughs> and Tom, this is not a show. This is the beginning of a police report. And they're all gathered to watch two infants fight to the death. <laughs> and, the 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 Thai people are like they're like like smiling and nodding, but they're not laughing. And this dude is not digging their reactions or my material. So like I remember I said a joke and no, it, nothing happened. And he goes, "Man, you're the fucking funniest." Like he was like just like like at one point I I, I during my set when I got a laugh he stood up and goes. I swear he's usually funnier than this. Like he started apologizing to the room. Oh my god! And, oh. Like, you got to fire your agent. And, and like, and like me and him are, are like so. I'm 30 minutes in my set. I was supposed to do 20, and I get the light, and I go, "Oh, thanks for you know listening, everybody." And I get off stage, and he stands and goes, "The fuck you're getting off stage!" Like he tells me, <laughs> "Gonna keep doing time," uh, and then yeah, I kept doing time. It was very aggressive. And then the headliner Alfonso. Well, Alfonso's on stage. He keeps heckling me, but instead of saying Tom Goss, he's going Tom Gross. <laughs> he's heckling Alfonso, who's a very like he's a he's a samurai of jokes. He, he's he's very precise. He's, he's very useful with his timing, and he's trying to build up to the jokes. And this guy, every moment of the silence, is Tom Gross, and, which is not my name. <laughs> and then afterwards, unfortunately, I should add. <laughs> and then afterwards. He has a conversation with me telling me how I sold out because I didn't have the mohawk at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and my girlfriend's reaction to that was like, your fans are very, like, idiot Savani, simple-minded people. So when they see they see you with no mohawk and they've seen you with mohawk before, they're like those children trying to put, like, a like a, 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 a round peg into a square <laughs> hole. I like Tom, Tom really like, struggled to describe a children's toy. Just like, <laughs> what are those called? Pogs? Yeah, you're trying to put a pog in one of the star, in one of the star ports? Just, just like, the shaved head doesn't go in the mohawk hole. Where's the mohawk Dude, piece? Gabriel Iglesias, why do you have a goatee and why are you wearing long pants? This is boy, I want my money The back. mohawk hole sounds like a fucking bar I would love. <laughs> and so, yeah, and then the conversation ended... Uh, with him telling us to steal an RV and go up to the mountains because volcano was going to interrupt, <laughs> then he screamed at me for <laughs> volcano was going to erupt. Tom, <laughs> volcano was not being rude at a party. <laughs> to be fair, I guess the volcano would interrupt if it erupted. Oh, I meant interrupt. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> and then at that moment, I put my hands in my pockets. He yells at me for doing that, saying that. It, <laughs> see, old Tom Goss never gave a fuck to put his hands in his pockets. Meteorologists are calling this the deadliest interruption in our. <laughs> nation's history <laughs> then runs in front of a movie yo car. not lava i'm gonna let you <laughs> but right now she <laughs> runs in front of a moving car car screeches to a halt and then he just ran into the night with his girl uh and then the other fan that came up all we know me, now is that that girl is dead yeah, <laughs> that, that is sure. a fact the other person saw me she didn't make my set the first show she just i was having a cigarette across the street she walks up and goes you're the best. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then she showed up to the next show, which was at a Denny's. Uh, uh, I was the, what? the birther of the uh, live Mean Boys idea at the Denny's. Yes, you were the Donald Trump xenophobe of us performing at a diner <laughs> Thank 200 you. miles away. And uh, I find out the next night that the first time she saw me, she got molested during my set in the front row. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
Quick sidebar for the people that patronize the Mean Boys live performances. Don't do that. Y- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not at all. We have a, I don't want to say zero, but very low tolerance. <laughs> if, if it happens between us, I mean, it's well, funny. Well, here's you know. the thing. We have a zero tolerance policy for sexual harassment, but a 100% acceptance policy for consensual fingering during our performances. <laughs> right. Well, get, Bring a notary. Get an affidavit locked in. <laughs> Well, the sad part Half is... Half David, he played the boring one on that Friends show or whatever, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, well, we're erupting. Tom. No, it's fine. <laughs> last time she, she saw me was a year ago, and I didn't know anyone ever got molested during my comedy. I didn't... She was sitting in the front row... By anything more than words, at the very least. And then the next day, she, like, a year ago, came to the... She's come to four of my shows now. Wow. And the first one, she almost got raped during. Like, that's... You, you, you know, but, she, like, I'm joking about it now, but she's fine. Like, if it, if it was... She was traumatized. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. But we were joking around. I think this is a mark to how good Tom is at stand-up. Yeah, no, I... I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I am funnier than a rape is traumatized. Like, that's I got, food po- I got food poisoning from a place once, and I've never even eaten at that genre of restaurant. Again. Tom is better than molestation is bad. <laughs> yeah, thank you, and uh, yeah, but so, so I, I, shout out to her. I don't think she. That, I told I wouldn't her, say her name. I'm not going. I think. I think. I don't think she listens. But I told her about me most, so maybe she'll get into it, and then. And then maybe she'll give us five dollars, and then maybe she'll just skip this one because it sounds boring. <laughs> but you are appreciated, and uh, we're glad you're safe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.